welcome everybody to another episode of We Like Having Fun and Office Hours Live with Tim Heidecker Recap Podcast. This is the first episode of 2022, and we'll be covering the final episode of 2021, as well as I had a chance to watch the uh, watch along with Tim and Eric last night about the branded content, which I'm doubting you guys had a chance to already watch. Maybe you did. Maybe you didn't. Um, if not, I'll, I'll keep my I'll keep my uh, comments on that pretty brief. But um, first of all, how was everybody's holidays? It's been a couple weeks. How's everybody doing out there? Everybody staying safe, Joe? Yeah, staying safe, uh, not catching COVID, and, you know, having a good Christmas and New Year's at home. And yeah. It seemed to have uh, paid off by doing that because I didn't get COVID. So <laughs> crossing my fingers that I don't get it from working around other people annoying people but mm. we'll see Tucci did you uh, go oh go ahead yeah. sorry no I, I'm good uh Tucci what's up did you guys watch to... the ball drop Tucci <laughs> no good to see you guys and no uh we're we're pretty much on lockdown over here not doing much mm. um saw some family for for Christmas and um New Year's just take out you know movies things like that it's pretty uh pretty calm at the moment but uh it was good things are going well good um i had to travel for work and i actually woke up today with kind of a sore throat so we're crossing our fingers here that it's just an actual little kind of cold you know like that still happens there's like a bunch of snow outside and you know i was in miami last week and now i'm back in the buffalo area so you know i'm hoping it's just that whole cold to warm kind of just my body getting shocked a little bit um so we will uh we'll be monitoring that um it seems like everybody's health wise is you know i know a lot of people that have come down with the old uh the old rona and um as we start today's episode i think we have to immediately talk right up front about matt who um thankfully now is out of the hospital but right as they were recording the episode was actually in the hospital called in and you know tried to give us all a scare there for a minute he's like uh, hi um and one would assume i mean no no nobody i mean obviously not assume but um you know i guess i'm glad it's i don't know glad it's okay i mean i'm glad it's not covid like a covid related hospital scare or something that seems i don't know i don't know it's just that's i feel you know that's that sucks that this is happening around the holidays for matt and i'm glad to hear that he's doing better and he's out of the woods it sounds like and so just sending our, our thoughts and prayers and well wishes to matt who um you know obviously is a <clears throat> was a you know great enough guy to get on the horn and still kind of you know backseat produce a little bit and um you could tell he wanted to be there and felt bad for not being able to participate in the episode but um yeah so just Obviously, I'm sure we all feel that uh, you guys get migraines and any any uh, anything like that. No, no. Luckily, no. I I wouldn't be able to deal with migraines if I did. I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty low tolerance for for that type of thing. Um, yeah, I mean, like you said, I, the the natural assumption was that he had has COVID and was hospitalized, but uh, 
a vascular issue, it seems, or CVS, he said. Um, I'm glad he's doing well. I'm glad he's out. Yeah, it was crazy, crazy stuff. Um, but no, I've never dealt with migraines. Um, I hope I never do. Yeah. Um, go ahead, yeah, Jay. I used to get them. I used to get migraines, uh, not regularly, but um, when I got some, they were pretty severe. I used to get them and like so bad that it was like hallucinating bad level and it was just like oh man like i was hearing shit and so i i did something where maybe i changed my diet or something i can't remember exactly what i did but i stopped getting them and i haven't really had one in a long time so crossing my fingers i don't get yeah them. i know so. people who've who've had them their whole like most of their adult life and yeah it's bad they're bad they're bad um yeah, it sounds like a terrible, like, you're having headaches so bad that you go to the yeah. emergency room. That's got to suck. That's got to be, yeah. like, an awful feeling. So, yeah, man, you got to, you know, we're all getting up there these days, and you got to start, you know, you're monitoring yourself, and, you know, things are starting to break down out there for us old-bodied men here. Um, so, yeah, like we said, glad to hear he's okay. Uh, Doug, another, you know, another, okay, so the episode has no Matt. Uh, Tim did bust the other guy's balls. I can't remember who it was, the name of the man who was sitting in for Matt, but Tim made a, a crack that I thought was funny about the plastic surgery. You know, he's a, you know, uh, just another normal looking, you know, white guy. Uh, Doug was not there. Doug was lying about being snowed in in Colorado, um, which was a whole gag they played during the episode, uh, which was silly um and we had chris bagnell in his chair so a little different uh different lineup which i think made for a different feeling episode pretty low key i think they you know it seemed you know it was wasn't really like an end of year wrap-up sort of episode but it kind of felt i don't know i just kind of finished listening to it now it was real loose and real Hmm, I don't know how to put it. You know what I mean? Anticlimactic, maybe. Yeah, just low-key. I mean, it was fine. I, I I enjoyed the episode. There was no, I mean, clearly no big moments. I don't think they really wanted to have any big moments. Um, they didn't, you know, they had this guy. Let's see what else we got. Um, I was a little surprised they even chose to, you know, do a Taint episode. So, like, uh, yeah. why not just finish the year with the Christmas episode and be, you know, why even go there? But and yeah, you know, I mean, <clears throat> Tim, especially with the, them being down a couple of the guys, you'd think maybe they would have, you know, maybe if they would have known that ahead of time, they would have cut this one. But, um, I think that, I think Tim just really likes it. Um, I really just think that, and, uh, you know, watching him last night on the, on the thing with Eric, you know, Tim just loves doing this stuff. He just loves to go live and talk and talk shit and talk about his life. And it just seems like it's just important to him to do. So I could guess that's maybe the only reason. Um, there was nothing really to get off. They, so the city of the day. Go ahead, Tooch. You got no, I mean, if you had a breath. You, yeah, I had a breath. Um, if you're going to have someone like John Worcester on this, uh, you know, already scheduled and um, I'm sure that. I don't know, Chris Bagnell, he's local, so I just kind of probably hopped in. But, um, yeah, Tim Tim loves it. 
he said mm-hmm. it recently, like like you said a, a few times. Um, he really enjoys doing the show, and uh, yeah, I mean these are the, just my notes, my my comment about this episode is it, you, you know you can just file this in just on like a classic you know at home you know studio just the guys style episode. Yep. Um, and any, anything on the heels of the holiday special is going to feel somewhat um, somewhat tame. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, the, we, we, these types of episodes really make me appreciate the specials and um, those moments like when you're cooking live on the show and things like that. So um, yeah, I, I, I still enjoyed it. Um, and I'm glad they, they did end up sticking with it and, and going live. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah. So that I would have thought they would have actually talked a bit more about the live special. Um, they talked a bit about it. They talked about the the city of the day, which we'll get to right now. Is was brought to you by Santa Solutions, which I guess was originally supposed to be for the live show. And Tim at the last minute came up with this Coles idea and cut it, and they went down the coal route. And he kind of said, "Hey, you can kind of see why this Santa Solutions thing was maybe not." Not a gut buster. Um, just running through it. See, it was kind of like a, like they must have had a few. I mean, there's three different little ideas here, um, and there was a little jingle, and there was a full screen image. So they they obviously were ready for this to be part of the live show. You could tell, um, but in the end, maybe the it wasn't that funny to them. What do you guys think? I mean, we have pasta. Just to just to explain it, peasant present is just like you know, like a poor little peasant boy comes into your house and sits next to your kids and feels sad so your kids don't feel ungrateful for the presents they get. Um, Carol Barrel is to keep Carol carolers away from your front door. You make like a stinky barrel of dead fish and leftover green bean casserole. It doubles as a compost barrel. And you had the paper gator, which was a... a like a alligator robot that comes in and eats the wrapping paper and teaches kids about recycling. So, you know, thoughts, Joe? Um, I actually thought that the product of the alligator was uh, not funny, but actually a good idea. And <laughs> um, it, I mean, the imagery I'm looking at it here now is goofy and, I like the composting idea also. I think that's, you know, all of these are good solutions for Christmas <laughs> problems, I guess. But Present and, peasants a little. The the, the, um, the imagery here is just, you know, where it's at. That's where the humor really, I think, comes where it comes from. But um, as far as it being worthy of the live, I'm, I'm glad they went with the other idea here and that this, this one sort of is a little flat. Mm-hmm. Um, Tooch, anything? <laughs> no, I, I don't have much. I, I, there's not much I can say about what it. What do you think um, of this graphic design on this thing? It's pretty nice. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. Oh my goodness, I forget. Uh, I forget the the person who does these typically on a weekly basis. We, I, I gotta, I gotta remember that and drop her name next time. But um, yeah, I look. Like the, like like Joe said, pre, like the visuals are pretty funny. They are the present peasant. Just that it's funny, um, but yeah, I can only think about the coal and the coal bracket and um, why that that was chosen over this one. 
Um, yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. And Doug can't, you know, look, you can't hit on everything. The guy, he's, it's like he, he's writing all these himself these days, right? It's pretty much only him. Well, his, parent, his parents liked it, as he said. Of course. <laughs> yeah, his, mom, his mom thought it was funny. <laughs> but real cute. quick, though, like, it's pretty, it's pretty much just been him writing these sponsors, I think, for like the past couple months, right? Past few months? I don't know. I, I, I can't confirm that, but yeah, he's made some comments like, uh, you know, nobody, nobody's reading it correctly, blah, blah, blah. And I even think this, I it. even think this one, again, when Tim starts it by saying this was discarded because it wasn't that good and then reads it in a <laughs> yeah. way where it's like, you know, you got to sell the read. You really do. Like it could be funnier if you, <clears throat> you know, read it a certain way and give it its proper thing. But Tim kind of decides before, <laughs> before yeah. we, whether it's going to be funny or not. <laughs> But that makes uh, it funny. That makes yeah, it funny. Yeah, it yeah. does. Um, John Worcester, who I guess has a um, connection to our buddy, uh, what's his face? Tom Sharpling. Tom Sharpling. Um, yeah, he does. Big connection. And I'll say, I thought John Worcester was, <laughs> I prefer Worcester to Sharpling here, okay? <laughs> I thought Worcester did a nice job. He fit in there well, kind of a, you know, kind of a, nerdy musician guy who has you know plenty to say but also knew i don't know he just he just fit in well in this episode i thought and i thought the thing they did the brooklyn vegan top 100 albums of the year or top 50 albums of the year um i you know i'm assuming joe probably knew more than these guys did but i was kind of right there with them i mean i knew yeah. just because i know like i actually knew a couple of those people from like friends and you know but like a rouge of tob you know was like used to play with my friend great like there's a couple people i was like oh wow that's like a person i like literally know no uh that made that list so that was cool but did yeah, i do the top was one crazy. was it the top albums or top artists i, I forget it's the top 50 albums of the year uh, gotcha. but they, they but he like mentioned they talked about have you ever heard of this artist you know he would he would mention yeah, 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 yeah. band for each one and there was, I would say, it was eighty percent nose from Worcester and Tim. I mean, Tim was almost like he was like ninety percent nose hadn't heard of them. But I will be, I, I'm almost like I kind of see what they're where they're coming from. This was the first. I follow some of these end of year lists sometimes. I usually maybe take a check, take a take a look around this time of year to see what people are loving. And that did seem like a pretty eclectic list of. Uh, you do usually know a few of those top ones you know what i mean yeah. whether it's something and i i really didn't know very many joe did you yeah. know yeah joe i'm interested i didn't know that many oh. and honestly it's because i i used to be someone who was like really on top of like new releases and what's coming out and mm -hmm. being aware of different genres and things and right now i'm just i'm locked into a couple of things that i like and yeah like genre wise and i really i do go deep but i i don't go deep with a lot of the um things that are popular so <clears throat> i i knew some of the bigger names but you know honestly i i was probably an 80 percent know of like i recognized grouper you know i know who yeah. grouper is I like, know but grouper, yeah as far as like all these names, it was just like, you know, it, it was like another language. I, I hadn't heard of many of them at all. So, uh -huh. yeah, I, um, 
I still do this, but I did it more in like years past. I, the the this website called albumoftheyear.org, aoty.org. That's kind of mm-hmm. where I go to catalog things that I've been listening to and kind of make, make lists. Um, and I, I was pretty active on it in 2021. And but if it wasn't for that website, I wouldn't have known any. Pretty much, you know, most of these. I mean, I think I think out of the 50, I, I'm familiar with maybe like 15 or 12 to 15 or. Something What's like that. Website? Less than half. AOTY.org. I do know about that. It's like well, a, what does it do? Is it compiles all the different? Yeah, it's like it's an aggregate. It's like a review aggregate, and there's like mm-hmm. forums, and you can just build lists, and yeah, they do sort they, of like a Rotten Tomato gotcha. sort of compiling yeah. reviews, and then rating them. It's and nothing it's fro- special. Every genre too, so that's okay. sort of. Yeah, it's it's really I guess it's just like the the interface that I like and it's pretty simple and I, I've been using it for a while so, um, but yeah, um, I was right there. I didn't really know the top ten is the top ten. I'm pretty familiar with, but outside of that, it's pretty rough. No, Maybe I, I should know more though. I don't know. Yeah. I, I actually I do. I'm I'm kind of with Joe where I stick to my stick to my lanes, but I still will look at some of these lists and say okay if these if these are supposed to be the top ones i'll read before i check it out like oh this i do like this type of music or whatever oh it sounds like a something i might like and then i'll listen to it and i usually discover a couple things that i like and um we can get to some of that in a little bit let's just finish out this episode and then we'll have a little discussion about our favorite things of 2021 we're, we're doing that We'll do a little a, something if you got something. Um, you don't have. I to. jotted some stuff down just, but I feel like um, it's yeah. so early for me to. I feel like I need a whole another year just to have a list of things from 2000. I mean, it's, it's a sparse yeah, year because no one's going out, and it's it's kind of really hard to make a list like that off right. You know, mm-hmm. just so close to the end of the year. I, I feel like I need a whole year just to figure out what. <laughs> I liked from 2001. Like I need to be a year later. I could tell you. What yeah, I, I need to catch up on about a million things. I'm like watching movies like a maniac now because finally some good movies are coming out. But um, second half of the episode, we had um, we had a Phil Braun bit about him time traveling, which turned out to be he was taking acid. Um, this was <laughs> pretty pretty aggressive from Phil. On like I'd say the rest of the episode was pretty low key. And Phil Braun kind of brought a big energy of doing this time travel bit um, where it seemed like he was maybe just trying to hear people say, oh, no, Phil, you did a great job on the show. <laughs> kind of fishing for a compliment there. Like, no, I shouldn't go on. You know, I, I saw it was it wasn't good. But um, it was just funny to see a greased up Phil Braun. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Know, yeah. Glossy. Uh, very glossy. Yeah. Buttered. Chris. Yeah. Um, so I'll say this was a pretty solid brawn. I wouldn't, you know, I don't know if it's going on the brawn off the best brawn. No, I might not, not a best brawn, but it's, it's, it's good. Brawn. I mean, any brawn is good brawn. Yeah. Um, and, uh, we, we were told he wasn't coming on also, and then he did come on. So I didn't, I wasn't sure about Tim that. Tim said early on, brawn's not coming on this week. And then <laughs> he just came on. So, yeah. Um, we have a big list. Um. Uh, about uh, so we had a lot of questions about the holiday special. Um. Oh, just to finish this episode, we had Eric call in. 
and had a, a quick little chat and they then they kind of talked about their favorite things of 2021 there was some covid talk with the, with Kay, and you know there was a lot of other things covered bagnell and tim kind of screwed around a little bit here and there um i thought i thought bagnell did a fine job he kind of laid back a lot like i felt like it was a lot of tim talking in this episode um and you know i don't know there just wasn't a lot of like content in this episode or something i don't know it was just very just casual chatting where there isn't a lot of big high moments but eric called in which was nice to hear them talk they bagnell spoiled some john uh how to with john wilson stuff like just giving out big old plot details from the new season which i haven't watched yet which i can't wait to watch because i do love that show but it's just yeah. on the back burner and tim talked up mcgruber which i haven't seen either which i i just uh got access to recently with the peacocks so i'm gonna watch that too i'd love to see that i loved that movie when it came out and it was one of my favorites for a while mm -hmm. um but i haven't i don't have peacock so you have to sign up for just like a month and pay the five uh, bones and then cancel it and it's annoying it is i have to though mm -hmm. um any other notes from the app from you guys before we kind of talk about this holiday special and get into our own 2021 faves? I did like the the little um, Worcester thing with the photos. I thought that was oh yeah a fun a fun time, and you know I sort of liked his like input on different things like the Beatles and and mm -hmm. whatnot, not liking the dead. Like all these things were just sort of funny little bits that nothing like you say was really like too serious but you know it, some of that made me laugh i liked those moments yeah. yeah i liked i liked worcester as well i do think he i forgot about the um the picture thing but that whole thing that he does where he has people send in these funny photos you know and tim i think made it sound like it was kind of like a jay leno bit or something i think he compared it to mm -hmm. um but yeah, it was funny. I mean, the, the few that they showed were funny and, you know, it makes me like, again, it's just like, all right, John Worcester's bringing, has stuff to bring here, um, which was, uh, you know, more than Tom Sharpling can say. So <laughs> um, I checked speaking. out his Instagram. It was, it's pretty loaded with all those good pictures too. That's a good yeah. follow. Um, well, speaking of our friend Tom, yeah, I, since we uh, we discovered him from being on office hours you know i've told you guys i went back and i've, I've been listening to the best show uh mm -hmm. regularly i think i've listened to every episode since um our our episode about tom and um i like it a lot i'm a fan of the uh, fan of the best show but john worster one of his characters philly boy roy is a, i would say it's a legendary character it's very good um really makes me laugh uh I, I went back and listened to some of the archives and yeah so john worcester has been you know in my mind recently and it was uh it was cool to see him on this podcast i i figured that that he would be on at some point um and he's a good fit and it'd be nice to have him in the studio but he is in uh tennessee so no, south carolina something north carolina something like that but yeah i like john um and i enjoyed him on the show and i like bagnell on the show too i like chris bagnell um I like we are Al Pacino more, but uh, Chris is good. Yeah. Okay. Um, you want to get right. into some in, in, so, insider? 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't even know. I think I assume Matt's okay with us sharing some of this stuff. Um, just you know, it's very nice of him to have a have a communication with us when we have questions on the show. So um, we won't go through everything here. But, yeah, we um, can be picky. I think um, that the the big song Tim turned it around in just a couple of days. Like very quick turnaround on that. That's really surprising to me. Yeah, the cold bit was, uh, as we just found out, was written during soundcheck um, after Tim killed Doug's thing. Um, let's see. Uh, Tim H. wrote the Tim Rob. I think that was talked about on the episode today where uh, Tim Robinson came up with the cash grab thing, which Tim was very, you know, happy to put the kibosh on that one. Um Let's see. Amy being guys, 20 minutes early was not a bit. Tim was running early and didn't know. Uh, keynote Cole thing was not a planned hat tip. Um, they weren't planning to have Mr. Cole win. <laughs> he was hoping they would because they did make the slide already. Um, let's see. Caveboy not planned at all. Um, but confirmed, I guess, right? But confirmed, I guess, yeah. Um... <clears throat> Let's see. None of them had heard of Hassan except for Vic. So that made me feel a little better because Tucci tried yeah, to make me feel bad about that. That's still crazy to me. You've yeah. never heard of a Hassan Piker. Um, none of that combo was planned and all the stories were true with him and the DM threads. Good to know. That's because um, I felt that. That felt real to me, um, which I had kind of said. But um, so all that, all those emotions coming out in real time was not planned and just kind of crazy, which I thought was cool. Let's see. <clears throat> Lots of stuff is just planned beyond let's have this person talk to us and see where it goes. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know, Berlanti had uh Kate or was her name Kate Berlant? Kate Berlant, yeah. Yeah, so she had never been on the show before. I think I just must have rec recognized her from other things. Um because she's been in other shows and stuff. Yeah. I played that for my wife and she loved it so much. Um I Yeah. I just I, I went back and listened to that a couple more times. So good. I I listened to it again as well. Yeah, it was it was really good. Um, Funnier the second time. I, I yeah. think it was for me too. I tweeted it from our account, and I just like tweeted her and said like, "Great fucking job," something along those lines. Like, really great job on that thing. And I got the most action on a tweet I've ever gotten on this little we like having fun tweet account. Like, I got loads of retweets and likes and tim retweeted it and that, that's probably why but um seems like she's got a lot of fans and it seems like a lot of people agreed that that was really strong so that's good to know um but yeah let's let's wrap it up here quick guys let's let's see what we have if anybody has anything as far as this show some of our top moments of 2021 as well as uh, just regular things from 2021. Um, let's see if we go to the old, we go to the old list here that we've started back um, a few months ago. Now, um, you know, I think some of the the top episodes of the year are. I think the Office was a great episode. Um, I know we have that listed, and then we were on that hot run with Andy Richter, Eric Wareheim. Um, 
I think uh, the Devandra Benhart was pretty good. I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm, now I'm looking at these and I'm like, were these good? Oh, yeah. Alex Winter was good. And obviously, these are real recent, but the thing that Tim just did with uh, Jeremy Levick and Rajat Suresh, the, the Joe Rogan parody, it's got to be up there. It really does. Um, and uh, so they ended the year real strong. And I think we all liked the Christmas uh, special, too. So... Unfortunately, we didn't start doing this list until maybe September, so I really would have to go back and do a little more research to see what this show brought us. But I, just in general speaking, I think the show continues to grow, and it's real proof with the Christmas special. And, um, you know, it's just exciting that they're keeping it a priority, and, um, you know, hopefully it, it, it I think, I don't, feel like there's any fear of it going away and i think we talked about this before like if tim does have to go do a gig or 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 whatever there's there's you know there's uh alternatives you know what i mean we had um neil hamburger come in for a couple episodes which were highlights for joe for instance um and i liked those as well so i think it's cool that there's that, that they can keep it going and i'm honestly fine i'm, I'm you know we all get busier and things as the years go by here i think and i'm totally fine with if they for me they don't have to do a weekly show i mean i know that they are but like if they could do a bi-weekly show and make it more of a big deal i would be fine with that too um and uh i don't know where i'm going with that but you, you do see the potential throughout this year to have like you know obviously uh, more more planned out, more thought out episodes. And then you have these other kind of ones, almost like this week, this taint episode that are just low key and just, you know, maybe not so, um, I don't know, necessary for a big analysis for, for, per se. Um, whereas some of the bigger episodes where they have big guests and you can tell they put a lot of energy into it. Um, so I think for us, we could take it take it how it goes this next year and, and see what they're doing and we could try to follow along but um yeah i think those are my thoughts from the year it was a, a, a great year from the guys and i had a great time doing this show with you guys yeah yeah this, this is the, the being the best year of, of office hours i mean it ha certainly has to be it's just getting better and um yeah i mean we we look at things it's hard to look at things on the, on you know a yearly annual basis it's when, when you have the office and we're looking at things within those parameters so hard for me to kind of to kind of comb back and and look through without thinking of what we have in our our chart here in our notes but um yeah i completely agree with with pretty much everything you said i mean um the show for me so far or the best show in 2021 is probably the holiday special it was the most recent one um and it will probably show up on the uh, on the office list as well um that's pretty much it i mean that's you know like I said, without without doing it uh, within those office parameters, I think it's it's a bit difficult. Um, but where I stand, I mean, yeah, holiday special, best one of the year, um, and the show does it just keeps keeps improving. It's exciting. Yeah, I would agree with almost everything everyone said just now, and uh, I would say yeah, like um, if we wanted to pace ourselves and not do as many episodes like or if they decided to go you know limit the amount of episodes they do in a year i i wonder I, like mike you had said that 
I think Tim just likes doing it. And I think that comes through, like, when you are enjoying the episodes, you can sense that he wants to do it, and he's bringing more people in, and it's just getting bigger, and there's more momentum, and, you know, the, the stakes keep growing, it seems like, and, you know, they, they're trying to do the best they can do, and, and just throwing shows together, it doesn't matter, they just want to do it, so... Yeah, it's exciting to see where it's going to go and and what what's in store and I I have to say it's really hard for me to choose a best episode right now for the whole year like there's just so many good ones so I'd have to ha have like a bigger longer list but you know my favorites were the ones we've mentioned so Yeah, I don't like I'm just trying to think about <clears throat> what we what we're leaving out uh pre pre office 2020 Well, there was that know? summer run that was that was really good that we were all excited about in July that had like a crushing run. Yeah, um, that's part of the year. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. Um, I can't, I can't recall everybody was on it, but it was like all those best of. It was they all the all, it was all miles today. Yeah, eighty they, miles. They brought him up because um, he sat in Vic's chair, and the, you know it's funny they they brought that up because I I had that same kind of thought when Bagnell was in Doug's chair, and Vic's like, yeah, when eighty miles is in my chair, fucking just went crazy um so one more thing to mention about all that was that i did i thought it was worth mentioning that tim tim wrote a big long post about the end of the year about on cinema and about a whole bunch of stuff to the patreons on his saturday uh thing which i still think is really nice that he shares this stuff and he wrote right in the middle of it because it was heartfelt and genuine he's like i could never share this kind of thing on high the high TV site or like on in the on cinema universe. Like it's just, that's such a, this is his like personal passion kind of project that he really lets us all know kind of everything about his life and about, about everything. And I think that's what keeps me. I like that um, more. So I don't want to say, I don't want to compare things, but there's people that are just all in on the on cinema and the high network stuff. I like both. I like the fact that you can get Tim's thing and then you also can get this, you can get his like really silly, crazy idea stuff, but you can also get his genuine feelings about things. Um, so I think that's really nice. I think we get that in this show more and more. Um, I think he tries to, to be genuine and definitely in those Saturday uh, posts, which if you're not a Patreon subscriber, it's one of the one of the highlights of being a Patreon subscriber. Every week you get a cool little note from Tim. And that ties into the watch along with Eric, which I watched last night, which again, I mean, if you're a fan of these guys at all, give it a watch at some point. I think it's got seven days of replay value right now of replay uh, kind of thing. It's long. It's like two and a half hours long. I watched it last night. I was like, holy fuck, this is long. But they had some incredible things and you know some great bits they didn't just show their commercial work they showed a lot of the promos they did for their different shows you know a lot of silly stuff and um a lot of memories came flooding back uh one highlight for me which i've maybe have mentioned on this show before was one of the first times i really thought that these guys were on another level of of kind of genius hilarious stuff was the shrek the third promo they did back early on in in the thing and they it was nice to hear them talk about that because I've always felt that that was just like such a crazy idea. And I remember when it was coming out, I was just like, these guys are fucking nuts. And it was fun to hear them talk about it saying like, 
yeah, at that time, Shrek was like the biggest thing in the world. And the last thing Shrek needed was us to be promoting them. And he's like, Shrek was so big that they just didn't care. Like he, he says, he think they think that they were that the Shrek people, Warner Brothers, or whoever it was, was aware of them doing it. But we just didn't care. It was such a big, huge thing that they just didn't try to shut it down. They just let them do their thing. And I forgot because they showed all the different promos they did for Shrek in a row. There's a ton, right? There's a lot. There's and a it's it is just it just gets crazier and crazier till the end, like the last one, they're all they're like dressed up fully painted green outside the movie theater. And it's just so fucking stupid and funny. Um you know, because the first few of them, they like take it real seriously. They're like, oh, they got the great cast of Mike Myers and Eddie Murphy. Like, they just keep going through the cast. And and then at one point they they slide into doing Shrek.com and they start like analyzing Shrek's new website. Like, oh, you got to go to Shrek.com. And they like, there's screenshots of Shrek.com and they're explaining how you can go to the website and pick up your tickets. And it's like so fucking good and so that was just one highlight for me because that was always one of my favorite bits that they've ever done in the history of them so there was lots of that kind of stuff did they get into any of that vodka commercial oh yeah they did the whole vodka thing told a lot of great stories about how that went down showed all that they showed all the purple stuff they did then they showed some stuff that like you might not even have known had been their commercials a super bowl commercial uh um, all these Old Spice commercials with Terry Crews, which I don't think I even knew they were that that was them. But when watching them back in the day, I was like, this seems like a Tim and Eric thing. It turns out it was. So there's a few surprises like that. There was some stuff they showed that this like Red Lobster thing they did for Jash, which I think I remember seeing a long time ago, was really funny and like just things yeah. that like didn't work in the in the moment. But when you watch it over now, it's very funny, very crazy. Like some of the things they did and them talking about like. Yeah, this would be one of those gigs where like we were kind of told we could do anything we wanted so we just came up with this insane shit you know and people would make it happen and it's you know it's pretty it's a good watch they were drinking whiskey and having fun and um you know they had they've teased that they're they're working on something together uh this year um they, they wouldn't really go much further than that so uh you know we don't know what that is but it's good to hear that they're getting back together because you know it did bring back a lot of memories of you know why we're all here i think is is those two guys so joe you would definitely get a kick out of it obviously because it's just like memory lane of all these little things that we watch that aren't that aren't tim and eric awesome show you know what i mean they're like all the peripheral stuff that we used to watch a lot of stuff from their website and a lot of stuff that we used to obsess about and be excited about like the, I'm extremely that's... tempted. I'm extremely tempted to check it out. I just it's long. It's it's worth. Well, I think time. it's worth. It's worth. I, I like supporting the guys. I mean, obviously, it's ten bucks, but you know. yeah, it's like um, you were saying about how Tim is sharing intimate things. I like how Eric has been on more frequently and is doing yeah. similar things where he's chiming in and yeah, just you know, wants to. You know throw something out there that he just heard on the show himself you know so that that's yep. sort of like a fun thing where he's i love that more too so I yeah, love that Eric's calling took, in. yeah it took years we just didn't hear from eric and now he's on all the time which is great it just makes it feel 
you know, again, like why the fuck wouldn't he be on the show? It didn't, mm-hmm. it didn't make sense to me. And now it's just like, yeah, of course, like, and Eric's a great call every time, anytime they can drop any little stories from the, the past stuff or talk about new things they're doing. It's always good. So yeah, that's definitely worth a watch. Um, before we move on. Yeah. I wanted to quickly back, uh, back, backtrace a bit. Cause I didn't do mm. justice talking about office hours in 2021. I just want to mention a few things if I can Quick, quickly, quickly, uh, Robert Popper was very funny to me. Uh, the birthday tribute to Doug. Love that one. Uh, a favorite moment. Tim reviews the Snyder cut. I still love that. I brought that up during the office. That's one of my favorite moments in 2021. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the best bronze was his new job at Gutfeld. That was very funny. Uh, I like when Tom Sharpling and Tim did old Woody and new Woody or old young Woody Allen and old Woody Allen. Thought that was very funny. Uh, Kurt Vile and Randy Newman, big from July. That's one of those summer episodes that we talked mm-hmm. about. Massive one. Uh, another summer one, or sorry, this is a September. Brett Gelman. That was a that was a very good one. So those mm-hmm. are some moments up, you know, early 2021 through the uh, up until the office that uh, I had forgotten about, but I wanted to mention them because I didn't before. That's it. Very good. That was quick. Um, very good. It was quickly. Was right. Very good. Quickly. Quickly. Uh, so. Just a f- couple things. If anybody wants to throw out, I, you know, I kind of on the text said, because I heard the guys doing it. If there's anything you maybe think that people haven't heard of or you want to uh, tell me personally, the two of you guys, I would take a recommendation from you guys immediately uh, of something you maybe have seen or heard this year or recently that you think is great. I'll, I'll throw out a couple things. There was obviously at the end of the year here, people were talking about lists and stuff and I follow uh, Quest Love on Twitter. Um, just it's an old follow. I'm a Roots guy. I like the Roots, of course. Yeah. So he tweeted that he tweeted like Edgar Wright made a playlist of his favorite songs of 2021, which he does every year. And I gave that a follow, and that's pretty good. Um, but they, but but then Quest Love was like, you know what my favorite thing was? I think all year was this band called this singer named Yeba Y E B B A, and her album called Dawn. I'd never heard of it, but he was just like, yeah. So I put it on recently, went for a run, thought it was really good. Agreed, it was great. Hadn't heard of it, so that's something I'll just throw out there. I know Quest Love already has done that dirty work, but I thought it was good. And Edgar Wright's list, if you're looking for some things, he's he does pay attention. And, um, you know, some stuff, you know, I, I'm f- familiar with a little, some of the stuff on there, but even, even the list, like, like the new St. Vincent record, or for instance, I wasn't a huge fan of personally, but he found like one of the really good songs on there and put it on his playlist. It was like, oh yeah, you know, I probably wouldn't have listened to this ever again, but that kind of thing, um, on, on, uh, Reddit, if you guys are on Reddit, I don't know if you're on Reddit, but I follow ambient music, uh, you know, the subreddit of ambient music. And somebody just was listing off their favorite albums and it kind of turned into a nice big thread. And then this guy named Scott El Guapo Anderson actually made a playlist on Spotify called Best Ambient 2021. And it's 1,403 songs, 133 hours long. But it has, it's a great one, if you like that type of music, to just put it on, hit shuffle, and you get the best ones of 2021 according to these Redditors. This guy kind of just collected what everybody was chiming in about. So that's a really nice playlist to check out. 
and then I just saw a movie last night that I will recommend. I saw a lot of great stuff this year, um, but it's just so much that I can't even really remember what the fuck I've been watching or caring about. Um, sure. But I saw a movie last night made by the director Paolo Sorrentino, an Italian director, and he made a movie called uh, The Hand of God, which is a new movie that's on Netflix. He's the director of the movie The Great Beauty, which I think was like an Oscar foreign film winner a few years ago. Sorrentino is very good. He's like a, you know, he's a Fellini nut, and he's just kind of into that kind of vibe and definitely gives that vibe off himself. Um, so this is a pretty, it's kind of an autobiographical movie about him, and it's really quite good. I, I liked it quite a bit. I like him as a filmmaker, and I was didn't even know that movie existed. This isn't the movie about Maradona? Uh... It's about, yeah, Maradona is a part of it for sure. I wouldn't say it's okay, about okay. Maradona, but yeah, yeah, Maradona is like a theme of it. Yeah, because that um, phrase, the hand of God, is the from that moment, that handball moment. Uh-huh. Right. It's definitely in the movie, and um, okay. it's about this family in Naples that's growing up, that's, you know, coming of age kind of movie about a boy who, right around that time when Maradona is going to get signed by Naples or not, you know, and they're all talking about it, and then he does, and... It's pretty cool. That's just one little part of it, but the rest of the film is, is very good, and I enjoyed it. Um, I saw a movie the other night called The Worst Person in the World, which is a Norwegian film um, about a young millennial, not a young, like a 30-year-old millennial woman who's just, you know, just her relationships. It was very modern, very uh, real kind of, um, you know, I watched that movie, the Leo movie, too. And I watched this one right after it, and I was like, okay. These are like, it was just like, you went from something that's like, okay, this kind of surreal, silly thing, which I, I did like that movie. Um, and then this other thing that was just like, just just so, just absolutely just a realistic portrayal of a, a young Norwegian, just a young person that it was very relatable to me. Um, and I, I recommend it. It wasn't amazing or anything, but it was a, just a couple of movies I've seen recently that, I, that I'm, you know, enjoyed. TV shows for you of the year? TV shows? I'd have to like look. Like what? What came out this year? All right, I'll tell you mine. Okay. We, we talked about it before. It's uh, it's gonna be the White Lotus is my favorite. White show Lotus, of the year. I enjoyed. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, it was okay. I would say you know the yeah. the score, Cristobal Tapia De Vere. He's the he did he did the um the music for Utopia. He's a mm-hmm. Chilean. Canadian composer, but yeah, yeah a, a fantastic uh, music in the show. Um, great show about class. Yep. Uh, no, race. We, we like that. Oh, yeah. Midnight Mass, right. I liked a lot. Midnight which, Mass, we liked a lot. Joe recommendation. I liked that. Yeah. Joe's a, yep. That was from Joe. And I, was, I think all three of us really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. I liked Crazy. Shadow and Bone. <laughs> I watched Shadow and Bone. Um, did you like Shadow and Bone? <laughs> I did like Shadow and Bone. Okay. <laughs> I'm also watching the show would, Arcane, which is yeah, of cool. course I'm watching. I, I I'm watching everything. I watch I'm watching Arcane right now too. It's really good. Um, it's good. Surpri- it's surprising, really good. Surprisingly, really good. I'm just looking at like a list of of thing now. I started watching that show Swagger, which I stopped watching, but I, I liked what I watched. And then there's a bunch of shows on here that I want to see. The Shrink Next Door, I want to see. Station Eleven, I want to see. Um, I started Wheel of Time. And I, let's see, what's this other one here? Dope Sick, I really want to see. I heard it was good. And and I watched Hawkeye and I liked it. So fuck you. I didn't I didn't watch any of the other Marvel ones, but I, I did like uh, Hawkeye. I watched all the Marvels. 
you know, we're not making any lists, but um, yeah. Oh, Sweet Tooth. WandaVision. It's pretty cool. Well, I watched Sweet Tooth. It was all right. WandaVision was good. Probably the, my favorite Marvel show. Um, did they all come out in 2021? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. A lot wow. of them, yeah. A lot of stuff wow. came but out. The white I didn't watch any of those. None. None. Gotta watch. I've never what? heard of any of those, so. Yeah, I, I don't spend that much time watching the TV right now, and I actually haven't seen that many new movies either. I was like... Same. Trying to like think of stuff I saw. I saw a cool movie a while back called Candisha. It's like on... Um, it was on Shudder. I really liked that. I thought that was a really cool mm-hmm. movie. I like. I really like Dune. Watched Dune on my my HBO, and I, I feel I went like to I, the theater. I, I didn't love Dune. I, I liked it. It was kind of a bummer I, that it was only half of Dune. <laughs> I thought it was really well made, and I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I, it was gorgeous to look at. Um, Definitely. And I also uh, enjoyed Fear Street, and that was sort of a cheesy concept but it was like really fun and well done do you watch and, all of them yeah it's like all by the same guy all uh-huh. the same director and oh i've almost put it on a million times cause i've heard so many people it, say they love it it's it's really fun i think you know because it, it's it's like all connected you need to see all all three of them but yeah i at the end of it i sort of felt like i wish there was more happening or more, more could have happened but it, when I think back of it, it was a pretty fun time, and it, mm-hmm. it's definitely well made and it's a very entertaining watch. So yeah, that would be. I I sent you guys a little link of like all the albums, and I just jotted these down when I got home today. Of just like these are what I'm listening to right now, but it's way too many to yeah to be listing here. So I, any you know, any I on it, here any on here that are real special, like three or four or five that are just like if you wanted to recommend to to me. I mean, I've heard. I've heard of, you, you know, I know Winged these. Victory, I know Chad Van Gallen, um, I know um, Alessandro Cortini. I didn't know They Might Be Giants would have a record worth listening to. Me neither. I uh, I got on that one, and I really like it. I And I bought the vinyl and everything. I I just, like, was in the mood to listen to They Might Be Giants, and mm-hmm. then, like, that album sort of hit me, and it brought back, like, a nostalgic vibe for me i feel like it maybe takes a couple listens to get into it if you mm-hmm. haven't listened to them in a while but i feel like it's a good one i, I, I like it okay. I, I like it more than maybe some of their other albums they've put out in the past decade so i would say mm-hmm. worth a check out um, um yeah any any of these ones down here i i could say are great albums but i have i made like playlists for like the whole year like i have like four or five different ambient playlists that i sort of been still trying to get through and it's almost all these are like released from 2001 and or 2021 and it's just so much stuff i still will need another six months to get to to like choose favorite things you know it's sure these are these things i jotted down are definitely like things i love but you know it's too soon i feel like there's way way more stuff to to get through and listen to and really devour mm. you know so sure that's I'll, I'll have to get back to you on on what my actual bests are you know i didn't watch a lot of movies this year but there's one that i i, I recommended to you mike i believe censor censor yeah you did horror movie censor i brought it up on this pod i believe yeah um 
that one's on my list to see. Yeah, I liked sure. it a lot. Yeah. That's a good, How do you see it? Short run times, like. Um. Hulu, oh, it's on Hulu. Maybe? It's on Hulu. Okay. I believe it. I believe it's on Hulu. A British film yeah. censor links it's like less than ninety minutes long. to her sister's mysterious disappearance. Yeah. Okay. You liked it. I liked it. Yeah. And in terms of music, I, I you guys have seen my Spotify Wrapped, and I'm embarrassed for a lot of the <laughs> things that a lot of the what was on there. You, you like know, the for, Smiths. <laughs> for a couple. Uh, yeah. Well. It's I'm ashamed. Um, no, I know. <laughs> it's just more see the piece of shit, and it's you know one of those things. Um, but yeah, uh, I would say like I'm gonna I'll cheat a little bit and say that uh, an album I really enjoyed was a, a like historical discovery album, uh, Charles Mingus, live at Carnegie Hall, 1974. Uh, check it out. If you, check it out. What sucker for what? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just oh joking. yeah, check it out if you like. Uh, Jazz. Post 60s, Jazz, post bop 70s. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a mid 70s album. Hard bop. Um, um yeah. okay, that's pretty much it for me. Yeah, okay. Well, we got a lot of there's a lot of good stuff listed there. So, if anybody's listening to this and wants to check some things out, um, you know, and throughout this podcast, we always talk about things that we like and. Uh, we'll continue to do that because that's what it's like to do podcasts. You do that. I think when we get to when we get to do like a segment like as heard on Office Hours and kind of like go over things that were recommended on the show. I think we talked about doing that before. Like things that they recommended. Yeah, that, that anyone would, anyone on Office Hours recommends. I think we're going to do something where it's like as you know as heard on Office Hours, and we're going to kind of you know talk I about. Usually, I usually and, a lot of times I do. I mean, a lot of the things that oh, I, I always do. Yeah, I do take a sniff. Um, things they like and then things they don't like. I, I had noticed there oh, it yeah. would be a list of things that people don't like. I'm sniffing both ends, yeah. Like Doug didn't like Malignant. I liked Malignant. I, I enjoyed Malignant, so that was something that <laughs> yeah, well, got brought up. Malignant was, Malignant was, that's, yeah, there's, there's a lot to say about that, um, <laughs> especially the last 20 minutes. Um what the hell did I see? I just saw something recently. I had a good time watching Malignant, actually. I went and saw something. What did I watch? Oh, God, it's not good. If it, I can't even remember what it is. Right. I didn't see Spider-Man. I don't care. Um, so, yeah. Um, oh, Sleepy I really games. liked the West. Okay, I'll just... <laughs> really stupid. I really liked the Wes Anderson movie, uh, A French Dispatch. If you haven't seen it yet... It's very good. Dying to see it. Can't. It's very say. good. I tried to like watch it, and it wasn't available on my Amazon for whatever reason, so I didn't watch it. It might oh, not it. be out yet, but yeah, no, that was very good. I went to the theater to see it, and I'm very glad I did. It was a beautiful, uh, beautiful little movie, um, and a lot. I was surprised to see a lot of people were calling it, you know, they're like one of the top movies of the year on some of the websites I I look at, um, which I was surprised to see, but happy to see because it was very good. Um, all right. Well, I think that's going to about do it. Um, if you want to check out Mike Tucci's, uh, graphic design work, go to MikeTucci.com. I don't know how busy he is. He's I think very he's busy, very busy. Like a cocksucker. I have about five things I would love to talk to him about, <laughs> which I don't even bother anymore. Uh, it just breaks my heart. This whole beginning, this whole relationship started with me 
promoting Tucci and saying how great Tucci was, but now That's I'm right. changing my tune. Tucci's oh, no. Tucci's too busy for you. You know, he'll 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 give you like a really great, you know, he'll like wet your whistle for you really good and get you excited about some stuff, and then he'll just dust you. Um <laughs> so <laughs> dust you. Um I'm sure he has some very high paying clients that come first and foremost besides his uh, podcast friends with his their little projects. But maybe someday uh, he'll help maybe me. We'll out get around again. to it. I love we'll get his, around to it. I love his stuff, and I could really use a lot of graphic design help these days, personally. Um, Joseph Allen Art is on Instagram, and he's making new paintings all the time. You can check out him there. You could contact him there if you're interested in taking a look at his stuff or buying something. I'm sure he would answer your DMs. You could slide into Joe's DMs, Joseph Allen Art on Instagram. And uh, what am I going to promote? Um, nothing. I don't care. I got a lot of stuff coming out this year. Um, so you'll just hear about it when it happens. But um, a lot of stuff going on. You're a busy boy. Tons of fun stuff. Very excited. 2022 is going to be a big year. Um, I think I have like three fucking two movies and a TV show or yeah, I got a lot of stuff coming out and I'm working on some new projects. I'm very excited about. So I'll let you all know about that stuff as it happens. And um, we will talk to you soon. We don't know when we'll be on again. I think we're going to take it week by week here and um, stay safe out there. Everybody. It's a, it's getting bad out there again. God damn. I hope I don't have COVID. I have a sore throat. So, bye, everybody. Bye. Happy, bye. New Happy New Year. Happy New Year. How about that? It's January 3rd. You can still say it, I think, for a couple more days. <laughs> Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year, Joe. Happy New Year. Happy Jew Year, I said. That's not right. Happy New Year, uh, Tooch. Happy New Year.